As a disclaimer, the views and comments made during this podcast are our own. Do not represent any entity that we volunteer with or employed by. Hey everyone, welcome to Almost Diplomatic, a podcast where we discuss national security, geopolitics, and a whole bunch of nonsense over beers. We're recording on August 18th, 2018, in Washington, D.C. I'm your host, Ryan Young, and joining me today is... Sovereign Citizen Lex. Alyssa Miller. Kevin Truitt, uh, conspiracy theorist. I'm Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone everyone just switched off the <laughs> It's just like... And so, yeah, um, well, we're back in another episode, and we have a special guest, Alyssa Miller. Before she, uh, We grabbed her before she went back to Fletcher. It's great to have you. Thank uh, you for having me. We, we waited until <laughs> the very last minute before you left, yep. basically. <laughs> I was like, the entire summer, I was like, oh, we need to have you on, and then we just kept not doing that. So well, Better uh, late than ever. Yeah, you know, you know procrastination is not a thing. Um, Make me start thinking before I have to go back and take classes. Because <laughs> my brain is gone. Well, well you're at the you're at the wrong place to start thinking. <laughs> yeah. It's like that beer's gonna help. Have some more beer. Yeah. That'll get your neurons you'll, fired. You'll be ready for grad school happy hour at least. Um, yeah. That's the most important part. But, uh, so uh, tonight we're talking about Libya. It's a very uh, speciality for Alyssa and Kevin. So it's gonna be great to hear them both talk about that and Lex and I pretend to contribute. Um, but before we jump into that, um, our beers tonight we have. What do we have, Ryan? We have uh, from Scuttlebutt Brewing Company, Gale Force IPA. Oh, from Everett. Everett Mass, kid. Everett Washington. Oh, Everett Washington. <laughs> Not the same. Are you, Not... are you illiterate? I don't. <laughs> Attention to details. So I'm not illiterate. I just don't pay attention to details. <laughs> but yeah, no. so my, my other bottle opener uh, rusted over and I had to throw it away. The same one? Yeah. Yeah. So a new one actually might be in my mailbox right now. So where did we get where did we get the scuttlebutt? Uh, from uh, the from the Total Wine in um, okay. Total Wine in Boston. They really should it. sponsor us by now. We've given them a lot of shoutouts. Yeah. Like, it, so. it means um, there's no surprise beer. This was this was the supposed to be the fake out beer for the last for the yeah. last episodes. The uh, surprised uh, whale beer. Cheers. 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 I'm sure it sounds great. It's very hoppy. Hop. Lots of hops. Hoppy. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. We've had, we've had better, but this is pretty good. I'm happy with this. That's, that's our brilliant. Like that's our brilliant review. Oh, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Let's put a pin in there. <laughs> Anyway, so salt and milk bread. <laughs> um, Alyssa, lead us off. So what, what, we're gonna do a quick little like, kind of backgrounder in what the hell is happening in Libya. <laughs> I know it's, it's there's a lot, but let's try to like as much as you can condense it and you can. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm gonna start in 2014 because I don't really see the point of going back to 2011. Um, <laughs> There was a spring. Yeah, so I just say there was a revolution in 2011, and actually things were looking like fairly good in 2012, 2013. Till um, yeah, till a civil war basically broke out. Uh, some people say it's not a civil war. That's another <laughs> debate that we can have. On scale of one to civil war, what, what is this? But for, it's easier to just call it that. Um, so there's, this is a very much a simplification, but there's broadly... Western Libya and Eastern Libya split after 2014. In the uh, West now, you have the uh, UN-recognized, internationally recognized government of national accord. 
and in the east uh you have the parliament um that uh broke off and has not recognized the gna as the legitimate <laughs> government of libya uh and they are allied with someone that maybe listeners have heard of khalifa haftar uh the eastern strongman in libya who is actually an american citizen really <laughs> You know he worked for the CIA for a long time. He was, he was like a lot of those guys. So, so he. I think he, or yeah, I think so because he. he Might as well be. Yeah, so <laughs> he got he got the Melania Trump visa. Yeah. So. Well, 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 well. The funny thing is, uh, the reason he took part in the revolution is because he used to be a Gaddafi general. He was part of right. the revolution, and then or the Gaddafi's revolution. Yeah. Back in the way isn't back there a day. third? Yeah, isn't there a third group that kind of has its like. Yeah, they have, so they have nominal authority. They, somewhere, they, but nobody, they, they have no guns. So, what's, yeah, what's their, so, so there was this. Uh, so, when the split happened in 2014, after the elections of 2014, and General Haftar around the same time declared, Oh, I'm going to liberate the country. Um, you see, uh, at the time, the General National Council for Congress was the governing body in Libya. That was Islamist-dominated. The HOR, with the House of Representatives, or uh, House of Deputies, uh, which ended up moving to the east... They were elected in 2014. Uh, ...with a very poor showing, and so the Islamist government claimed they were not legitimate. Now, they've actually been marginalized for the most part. Their base of support is Islamists, but many of the Islamists have allied with the money, which is the GNA, the General uh, Government and, National Court. And where's that money coming from? Oh, well, there's oil revenues. Um, so the, and, yeah, so in 2014, when the government split between the GNC and the HOR, uh, what ended up happening was that the Libyan, Libya's institutions, like the uh, uh, National Oil Corporation, um, split into like a Western and an Eastern NOC, <laughs> um, and like an Eastern Central Bank and a Western Central Bank. Um, and so that's complicated a lot. <laughs> and basically the eight, and so the GNA was formed in 2015, 16, 16 um, talks, yeah, started around 2015 yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. under uh, the UN Special Envoy to Libya. Yeah. And I'm sure he's very effective. <laughs> well, I mean, they've gone through like five, so you can make your assumptions. But the HOR is still like the active legislating body, so for anything to happen, you still need the HOR <laughs> it's in the complicated. East. <laughs> so they have like veto power over any appointments? Not necessarily or, veto like... power, but the GNA can't really do anything. Right. So like they've gotten yeah. around that in some ways. Like the head of the GNA, Fayez Saraj, will issue like executive orders, but the legitimacy and like longevity of how long you can govern based on those is very unclear. It's uh. So can I, I'm I'm gonna try to make a comparison. And I might be really way off. So it's like yeah, you probably will be. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, so say U.S. Civil War. Say if like the Senate was in the north and the and the uh, the House went to the south, it'd be almost similar. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, uh, the HOR is supposed to end up being the legislative yeah, body. Yeah. Well, they're supposed to hold elections yeah. to get a new one. Right. And, and then there's also the High Council of State, which is. What the hell is so, that? <laughs> well, so, technically, the GNA is just the body of the Presidency Council, so there's another yeah. thing to throw so, in. Which no one participates in, right? right. Really? Except well, for like the president. Well, there's the nine the members, the, sometimes and a bunch they of them boycott it yeah. a lot. <laughs> the guys from the East don't want to be part of it because they don't want to. So, who is best positioned to? 
to really make a play on any sort of net. Because right now there's no there's no national leadership whatsoever or any. It's well, they are. They're all just fighting each other. It's all, no, it's all regional control, regional this. But like, is who is best positioned right now to make a play on national leadership? Sanala. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so the head of the National Oil Corporation. Ah, <laughs> it comes down uh, to oil. Who, who actually is probably the most like mild, like in the middle guy. Like he's like, I don't no, want to get involved. He's like shuttled around. Like, like, yeah. And so Libya got up to. Well, there's this whole crisis in June we can talk about, but Libya got up to over a million barrels per day of They're back oil to it, production. Actually. They're back to it. Yeah. But that was because of Sanala, like going yeah. around Libya, like talking to different people. And he has his own militias and no, every, no. no, 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 no. He's okay. like a legitimate. Like, He's he, he grew up as an really? engineer, or he, he came up as an engineer. Yeah. Okay. He was appointed to be like sort of non-political. So who He's controls the export, the ports, and everything? Like, well, well that's, yeah, it depends <laughs> on where. So in terms, doesn't of matter like, if you get it, if you get it best, ground, if you don't get it on. Sea, so like yeah. back to your question, like who's best place to make a play for leadership, like. Sanala is like a good answer. Like Sanala is like, yeah. okay, let me think of like an actor that could be legitimate and like actually right. maybe bring things together. Um, if you want to talk about it from like a militia perspective and like who has the most guns? Yeah, Khalifa Haftar. Yeah, unfortunately, he's very heavily despised by a lot of people, especially right. in the West, and then probably like low key a lot of people in the yeah. East. But too. he had uh, he was he, he was in Europe for. Uh, Medical treatment recently, and there were rumors about his. Oh yeah, they claimed he had like, premature stroke. rumors about yeah. his demise. So like, it has since that happened. Has he been? You know, has I, he kind of like taken up his old place, or is he still? I think he's gotten more aggressive. I mean, that's really like, yeah. yeah, because he's like, well, you know, I may not live forever, so I better consolidate. I better now. Yeah. Um, well, the when is he, he came like, back, they were launching the offensive in Derna, right? Mm-hmm. The Libyan National yeah, Army against yeah, ISIS is, or. No, guess, no. Islamist, 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 it's like the alt right, but the alt. No, it's like yeah. So I don't want to get. Is it just political Islamists? Yeah. Yeah. So yes, political. So the thing ISIS is, ISIS actually didn't really get a foothold in Derna at all. Well, they get driven out uh, yeah. mid twenty sixteen yeah. by this. So it's called the Mujahideen Shura Council in Derna or Derna Mujahideen Shura Council. That probably scares not, American cowards. Yeah, 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 but they're <laughs> but, so, are, so, they, are they actually affiliated with the Brotherhood or are they like no? So there's there's this very with that. there's like, this so very like that, that like question is like same idea. Right? Yeah, so, what is the Brotherhood? So they're they're also in jail. Like if you're not in jail, you're not in the brother. Well, so a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys who founded the group, share were part of uh, the Libyan Islamic Fighting Group yeah. and fought against the U.S. in some cases in Afghanistan after fighting the Soviets. Mm-hmm. So these guys, a lot of these guys are jihadists. Um, the thing is in Libya, especially in Benghazi and in uh, Dana, uh, is these Islamist groups sort of blend this the Islamist ideology, many of which you know come from a jihadist background, which mm-hmm. is. Uh, the Salafi sort of the, the ideology, the hardline Islamic so, ideology, right, yeah. has a well actually has a longer history in Eastern Libya than really? even in Western Libya. Um, long story, um, but so you look at these different groups that were fighting Haftar, and Haftar actually started um, to f- to fight a lot of these groups to sort of mm-hmm. drive them out because he saw them as the enemy and um, you know tied to Al Qaeda, many of which were and still are. That's how you support from the West and other regional governments. So they were like, oh, I'm fighting Al Qaeda and ISIL. You should give me money and weapons. Yeah, yeah. but the, the, a lot of these... That's why Egypt is supporting Haftar. Yeah, right. And the U.S. And the U.S. And the U.S. What's, what's, the, what's the group is there a that difference? is very much Salafist <laughs> in its ideology, but it's... Oh, the... It's Mac- allied with Haftar. Oh, the right? Makhalis? Yeah. What's um, their story, though? Yeah, let's see. 
We hate the local <laughs> legend. <laughs> well, well, that's why, like, characteristics of Libya, like, characterizations of Libya are so, like, simplistic a lot of the times because things are so complicated and it's very hard to understand the yeah. fact that Haftar is fighting against what he calls Islamist extremists, but then his coalition has, like, these Madhali Salafists that are... <laughs> Which are, like, who are. We, yeah. we don't yeah. get involved in politics, but we are literally, like, in, influencing yeah. politics by... Yeah, so they're, like, the Orthodox Jews. Those, <laughs> yeah. And the reason why, like, his illness and, like, maybe death um, was so So we're not critical. 100% sure if he's still alive. No. We get it. No, 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 he's alive. Um, <laughs> no, it's like, they basically, they just, they, just put him, they, put him, they put him in a tank turret and mount his arms, like, in a forward, like, arm, like, up in the air cheer. And I just, roll <laughs> the battle. It's just weekend of Bernie. Weekend, yeah, exactly. Weekend of up to Weekend of Khalifa's. Weekend of Benghazi. Maybe <laughs> the funniest thing you've ever no. said. What's your offensive? Anyway. This isn't your house. Don't spill this shit here. I'll clean it up. <laughs> oh, you, what's, well, no, you. what's your offensive of Haftar? You know. Ghost of Haftar will clean it up. Yeah. But there was this whole, like, when everyone, people thought he had died, there was this, these speculations, like, who is going to hold the LNA together yeah. without Haftar? And you could see there was infighting that was happening while all there were well, rumors of, and no, and the Salafists yeah. would be part of that. Like, I don't know that any other actor could step up and keep that coalition together. And that's the thing is that the Libyan National Army, Haftar's sort of coalition militias is exactly yeah. that. It's yeah. a coalition. And it, it, they portray themselves as a national army. Yeah. But realistically, it's it's a large collection of militias, and yeah. maybe which so, ended up shooting each other. So in, I'm thinking yeah. Game of Thrones, and it's like the different houses almost. Yeah, <laughs> it almost seems like the, uh, the definition of army and militia. I mean, is you like, had that in Sabratha, right? With the yeah like families and the yeah. Well, uh, well, a lot of this so tied into families, yeah. tribes. You yeah. want to throw that in there? There's like ten levels of. Well, let's like, talk <laughs> about the Tuaregs and the sub- tribes. Are they have? It would never not be complicated. Yeah, they <laughs> to make it even, <laughs> to make it even less complicated. Yeah, so what's the situation in southern Libya? In um, southern Libya is kind of like a free for all local town. Yeah. Every yeah. every town has <laughs> every town has their own. We're, we're Boko Haram got all their weapons. Yeah, <laughs> where the really? Sudanese so mercenaries show the up. The problem yeah. is uh, a lot of southern Libya is. Dead you don't have to clean up right now. You can wait. Yeah, you can record. The, you can record the podcast and then. So so I, the <laughs> I appreciate though. <laughs> Uh, in our studio, a lot of the a lot of the problems um, I see in southern Libya are that there's no real it's tribes and a lot of desert. So there's a lot of like Al Qaeda, the Islamic State retreated there, right. yeah. and there's very lucrative smuggling networks to the rest of the. Has Sahel. there been ever like great state control in that area? Because it seems no. like that's yeah. I mean, even, gotta, even in the Gaddafi area. Well, you gotta just, understand the way that Gaddafi put this government his regime together which was not a regime it wasn't a government it's nothing you've ever heard of before it was his own like machinations yeah Yeah. like state of the masses which literally was like nothing no everyone governed themselves we have a shit ton of oil so we'll just give you money like complete rentier state and And it'll torture and murder you if you disagree and no governance no nothing so like the fact i mean I, i will get on a rant about this but the fact that in 2011 we had there, there was no thought process behind like what would happen after Gaddafi was taken out is just astounding to me. Well, well, I mean, the whole thing was like during that it was like, well, you know, we're not for regime change, kind of or not. I don't know. We're just like the NATO's like we're gonna do something, and then NATO ran out of munitions and logistics and couldn't do it. Oh, okay. it, was even, it was even like like you look at Gaddafi, he was like super against us to like 
we invaded Iraq, and he was like, oh, fuck. Like, and then he got the, like, that's, <laughs> that's the charge. He got the message, and he was like, oh. okay, we're going to dismantle our half-assed nuclear weapons program. Well, it probably the, couldn't have led to anything, well, but there was, it was still... No, I mean, yeah. he well, used that to get, like, on the good yeah. side of yeah. the yeah. Then he also, we, really we also may have, uh, you know, outsourced certain activities to his regime of people. Yeah. What was well, it? He was it, a big fan of PLO. Yeah. What was it? Was it they say? Or maybe it was. Maybe it was. I think they used to say that you know, if you wanted to send, you, if you wanted to get a confession, you'd send them to Egypt. If you wanted them to disappear, you send them to Syria or Gaddafi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, true fact. Still true. Yeah, democracy. Yeah, well, there's no Gaddafi. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is a Gaddafi actually. I mean, you can still, still probably send, send, you can still send them to Syria or Libya. Actually, yeah. let's, let's talk about that real quick because like he was like in the last how long like. He f- was freed from his militia. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The a, son of Gaddafi. Yeah. And there, there was like a statement made a few days ago, like these pro Gaddafi, Gaddafiists saying like we're gonna support. Um, it keeps bubbling up, like oh, yeah. his lawyer says something, and like, but oh, like they're gonna they're... support Saif in like if he runs in elections. Which Does is he a have a, big thing. his people? That have the question is, sort of is he actually still alive? Like no one really knows. Like he, he, yeah, he probably, probably is, but like yeah. he he hasn't made. There's He's not, not been any killing. actual. He doesn't have territorial control. Yeah, well, and, and there hasn't been any actual move to be like oh, like like. He, no, nothing, but everything's coming from like a I second or third discount source. The nostalgia and people's oh, yeah. desire because to go back to what it like stability. And well, all yeah, that. well, yeah, so perceived like, stability. So yeah, I mean, this thing is it was stable. There was Murdering some fuck, people. In, in I mean, there was some, was some yeah. fucked up shit, but they like, we'll keep it behind closed doors. And like, I think everyone had like, you know, there people didn't have jobs, but they had education. Like, I, I had a guy in my grad program who was from Libya. He's like, yeah, they they pay for they pay for my several degrees that I have. And like you got all the rentier states, man. Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's, it was a thing. So it's like, there, but it's still, it wasn't what it is now. So it might be like, oh, bring it back. It's same, we're seeing the same. Like, it's almost similar to Yemen of Salah's kids. So there's kind of, you know, who knows how we might go. People might vote for him. And we'll see. Yeah. That, it's like, if there's an election. <laughs> that, yeah. there's a, but who could he, like, integrate himself with enough to, yeah, get, him that's, to get on a ballot anywhere. I don't, like, where would he go? Like, he was, would he go to Tripoli? Would he go to Tobruk? Like, I, even what, if he was on the ballot, I don't think, I think Haftar would get more votes from the people who would be, I mean, maybe there's some pro-critic yeah, pro-critic office, AKs, but I think a lot of them have been have drawn guns, to the Haftar When you have guns case. pointed in your face. Yeah, like, the, the anti, well, that's the other problem. We're not talking about elections. <laughs> um, you will yeah. vote for me. Or you like ditch? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the Islamists absolutely won't won't vote for him. No, um, because they're but, driven by this sort of idea of the, the revolution. But the Islamists and, are they? Do they have any real financial backing at this point? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. From Qatar? Um, uh, yeah, right. from Qatar and Turkey, and also, I mean, like Misrata and uh, yeah. Tripoli have very strong okay. Islamists. Well, Misrata is like also the oil money, and then there's people who run the businesses and be like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look, well, I mean, Misrata's you know, kind of like the it's like a port, and they have their Is, own Islamists have always been like the Republicans of like they're very pro business because like <laughs> they have a lot of like small business yeah. owners and yeah. no usury. No, Misrata's that, been really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, a lot of Jewish a lot of Islamists are actually. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, a lot of, sovereign citizen, Lex. Sovereign citizen. A lot of Islamists. I mean, I, like, for all, like, Islamists have always been very plugged in. Yeah. With small businesses and business owners, yeah. and uh, like Misrata, especially, it's very a strong industrial town. Its ports are open. Um, 
it's very active very. and homes as well, which is also another city yeah. right near there. Um, and so, and that, but there's also conflict within Misrata between the harder line guys who don't want to agree with the current UN recognized government and the less hard, and they've been sort of beaten down to some extent, but they did assassinate the Misratan mayor who was a moderate. Uh, it's just a mayor. Yeah, so. So there, you see these conflicts even within groups. So well, these yeah. Islamists, because you have like the, you have the, the ISIL assholes, and then you have like, I'm politically Islamist. I'm like the Brotherhood. It's like. What is the Brotherhood? Yeah, but then you know, there's like, what is the Brotherhood? Like, how Brotherhood are you? It's more of a myth. <laughs> yeah. But okay, Egypt is. Now. I'm interested in what's. <laughs> <laughs> Who is no. John Galt? No. <laughs> I thought we settled this the other night. Yeah. yeah. You are cute. You are cute. Kevin is cute. <laughs> Kevin is cute so, and official. <laughs> moving across the Mediterranean to Italy, the former colonial power, what is their oh. kind of role? Do they have, you know, uh, do they have much pull at this no. point? No. No. Uh, <laughs> Italy has been uh, pushed out by France, basically. And uh, the UAE. And really? the UAE. <laughs> well, yeah, but we're talking about like European powers. No, yeah. We're yeah. talking about money. Western this, countries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Macron has taken like a very intense interest in Libya and sort of I think trying to make it be his chance to like you know bring the country forward you shape what's happening shine on the foreign yeah. stage yeah for it's like a French neocon <laughs> so <laughs> he hosted a conference last year uh, in 2017, and then again. Well, they've been they they just had they they France has had a lot yeah. of conferences, and I think the yeah. other thing is Italy is having some political together. turmoil, so they they can't really deal with it. Yeah, this whereas France yeah. is like pretty stable and like right. and, but they're also favoring. Well, that's this, the thing. Does France, France have a, they have a favorite with Haftar? Yeah, France yeah, okay. is basically elevating Haftar by bringing him to these like discussions. Is basically. Haftar has been elevated to the stature of like a statesman, which is kind right. of crazy for An this import- guy who just reemerged in 2014. Yeah. Which, which I mean, to be fair, the like the general like, who got purged and then kind of came back. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think that well, he did fight to some extent the revolution. He wasn't yeah. the main figure, but the, the no, main general true, was also I'm... assassinated by Islamists. Oops. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or by Haftar. No one really knows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Islamists yeah. under Haftar assassinated. But a few weeks ago, the Italian prime minister was in. Uh, town and announced mm-hmm. with Trump that they're going to try and hold a conference on yeah. Libya, which and Trump was like, "Yes, we will do this. Like, we will." This is where make the best deal with the Libyans <laughs> and the Itais. What? Yeah. Oh, you can't say that. Um, yeah. And actually, that was kind of smart. I feel like of um, Italy to do because they kind of went around France. They're like, "Oh, if Trump yeah. says something, then yeah. we can just go along with that." Yeah, populism. Well, I yeah. think the, the problem right now is, is <laughs> like it'll have... give them legitimacy over France. But... Right. The, the problem right now is you have Italy, which is more heavily favoring the GNA and sort of like we need to come up with a UN back solution. There are some guys within the Italian government that are really pro Haftar. Well, that's because the new government is a little it's, more yeah. right wing leaning. You know, human rights, like mm. yeah, but Haftar. And you say potato, I say you know I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Toil. yeah, but the fact no, yeah. no, not because like Haftar will keep them on on their side of the sea. Yeah, and going beyond that, I mean, the French were really the ones who pushed the intervention against Gaddafi. Yeah, in right? <laughs> so I mean, yeah, that, they was, take that, was, that was Sarkozy and everything like that. But yeah, like, yeah, they were. They have a lot yeah. of skin in the game. But so France has proposed holding elections in December this year, and Italy does not want. 
uh, elections to happen in Libya, and elections will likely not happen. We, hey. There's a deadline, September 16th. Well, and then there's the other issue is... is referendum, and it's is not going to happen. The Huftaris, the pro-Huftar coalition, you know, that that group. You've named them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've, seen that. I've seen that before. Huftar, um, Huftar, Huftar. They, they want to hold elections, but the HOR, the House of Representatives, keeps pushing back and pushing back the bill. The vote on the constitutional referendum, or on the Constitution, uh, they just recently had a big brawl. <laughs> Two oh, people yeah. got shot in the House of Representatives because they tried to vote on it, and there's a very strong block there that is, like, preventing them from With voting bullets. on it. So, essentially, they want to hold elections before they have a Constitution. Um, if you yeah. want to propose an amendment, you might as well and then, like, I mean, be able Kevin, to fight it out. why is the HR against elections? Please explain. Because they'll lose their spots. <laughs> they, <laughs> they the, this HR was elected with like 10% of the population. <laughs> so no one, no one likes them. Yeah. yeah. But the, I think Italy's worry is that if you hold elections... You're going to add, like, another government to the mix. Look at what happened in the last election. That's, exactly. where, that's no, why Haftar exactly. got so strong. Is yeah. the, the Islamists kicked the, the non-Islamists out of Tripoli. You had massive violence. You had what became the Civil War in 2014 because of the election. So, I mean, I kind of agree to that extent where they're seeing it as... This is the... It's well, not a panacea. You Islamist, know, it's not a is, Islamist Kevin. Yeah. Panacea is the made-up country for uh, training for... Hostile environment. I think that's Pangea. No, no, for uh, for me, no, for us, Pangea. land of the dinosaurs. Yeah, panacea, the panacea for us is the uh, hostile environment training. That's why I'm mm, laughing cool. so hard. <laughs> yeah, panacea is fucked too. Pangea for the rest of this is Jurassic Park. So, oh, but yeah. like, so yeah. I mean, I, that makes sense because, like, not to have don't be preemptuous with elections, but it's like at some point they need to kind of do it. Well, so the other argument is the ICG, the International Crisis Group, came out with a report. They're good. What, like last, <laughs> yeah. um, August 10th or something, yeah. um, that was basically saying like solve the economic issues first and then go to the political issues. And there's a big argument for that. I mean, I, yeah, I think that's probably the the greatest. Yeah. So your yeah. so your your guy would probably be good. The um, um, so so Sanola. Oh, yeah. Sanola. Yeah. See, the thing is, I think he's. Well positioned right now because he is not involved in politics. Well, he, he's, he, I mean, he's definitely. I feel like he could be a like not a, like, not even like running for election or anything, but more yeah. like be like a key component. Be like yeah, he could be a kingmaker. Yeah, almost. be like this person you support. But, but there's also the issue of like so. Sanala is the NOC, the National Oil Corporation. There's yeah. also the two central banks, and how do you? And there's this. That's this has been going on for years. Like, who is the head of the Libyan Central Bank? Well, um, this person's like, I am. Well, the other person's like, no, 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 no. I totally am. That's yeah. literally it. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course, uh, so the only, there's only, only one is recognized. Though. Yeah. And, and so there is still, so technically some of these parallel institutions in the East still exist. But if you look at like, um, Haftar or like the, not, the HOR supported, uh, government in the East, like they, they can't, they can't do business internationally. Yeah. They can't get money from international. I mean, they, they still do from like, you know, sources. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> slash governments, you know, in the Gulf. And <laughs> I would say government, more like, you know, you know, private investors, whatever. But, you know. Private or, investors. Oh, sure, oh, sure, the Emirates, then, yeah, they just give up shit, give up money and weapons to them. But hey, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, so one of the big things that happened in this whole big crisis in the oil crescent in June, and Libya's oil production fell, and Haftar was a big part of that. And we can go into more about that. But, the part of the resolution to that was Haftar got 
the GNA and like the international community to be like, okay, we're going to do a probe into how the CBL, Central Bank of Libya, is um, like managing revenues from the NOC and try and make this more transparent, which is actually something that needs to happen. Yeah, no, like it's, yeah. it's a good thing. So pushing forward maybe with that process instead of pushing forward with elections and the political process could be a way to move forward. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing was initially... Making mixy. <laughs> um, the initially, uh, Haftar and the unrecognized Eastern National Oil Corporation tried to take over control. And so the the recognized oil corporation declared a force majeure. Um, and You're talking about June. Yeah, this was... After he stopped yeah, yeah, a different so, militia yeah, yeah, so, from taking control so, of the oil. So what happened then is essentially the... Uh, international community was like, no, 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 you can't do this. And Hofter actually backed down. And so that kind of shows the the respect and sort of the, if you want to talk about like Sonala's uh, power, but like his influence in a positive way is that he managed to keep them all managed by the same, uh, by the same oil corporation. Yeah. I mean, that's all relevant. So, so, but what I really kind of want to get, we're, we're not down with him, but we're getting down there. I want to really want to discuss why do the external actors give a shit? Why is everyone Why is everyone's fingers in Libya? Like why do like Why do they give a fuck? Should we start with Egypt? I feel like they have the best. I mean, well, yeah, the, the immediate yeah, neighbor to a lot of the major. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I think I think that's. Do you want to go on? They're, want their buffer zone or want their? You know, I clearly they have many of their own problems in Egypt to deal with, but um, to to at least stabilize Eastern Libya and have a pro-Egyptian. Yeah, you know, yeah. Warlord a... there. <laughs> well, <laughs> the I think least. there's a lot, a lot to be said for that. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of terrorist networks and or insurgent oh, yeah. networks yeah. in Egypt that have gotten support from. Right. Which, some, which some, you know, you know, CC considers some terrorists and some not, and a lot, some, most of them though. But so it's like it's very common because you know, it's like anyone whose brother is definitely a terrorist to him. And then, yeah. yeah. And I mean, so all, they were like all the Islamists CC. that were popping up in the east, like the yeah. Mujahideen. Yeah, the Shura Councils in Benghazi. CC sees them all as. You know, the same. one and the same. Yeah. So Islamist having someone yeah. that will launch brotherhood, a, brotherhood. you know, war on them, and having Haftar say he took back Benghazi from the the militants. Yeah, is... yeah he he shares an ideological sort of vision, like an anti-Islamist. Yeah, strong man, anti-Islamist. He wants to be He wants to be the CC of Libya. That's so. I would say specifically Trump of Trump, 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 Trump of Middle East. Yeah. Except you know, Hafter is more Trump. Uh, more president of the U.S. than Trump is. I'm just saying. He's an American citizen. Well, he wasn't born in the U.S. But like, well, um, yeah. But like, no, but it's the thing. Is like, I mean, there was a he gym. needs a Melania visa. <laughs> there, there is, there is a H one B. Shut up. But uh, there is a legitimate thing because like, there are like, Al Qaeda and ISIL do operate in that region. I mean, they they're not what they were oh, yeah, before. Yeah. yeah, but they still AQIM exist. especially. I mean, um, all the all the targets against uh, Mukhtar but Mukhtar. Well, I think I mean I think, I think he's actually dead because we haven't seen him in a couple years. Yo, who dead? Uh, oh, so that's that was the head of AQIM. <laughs> or maybe he was an well, AQIM guy. Al Qaeda and the Islamic Mafia. Al Mar Butin. He took he branded. He was basically always like pro Al Qaeda no matter what. Yeah, and like. We, he we, he was the he basically took AQIM and like I don't know it's fascinating the way he did this like basically brought it down south and created all these networks within the Sahel like up turned them from a bunch of like so smaller like, routes to so yeah right, but right, like he right. like married a bunch of local and so like yeah. <laughs> I I think the way that AQIM 
addressed this issue of like trying to create local networks. They did it much better than ISIS is doing oh, yeah. now. Yeah. They used great software. Yeah, yeah. Or ISIS has no idea what they're doing and they're just trying well, to they make friends. Them. And I mean, the thing is, you look at and they're pushing their brand. So, yeah, so AQ, AQIM yeah. for division like in 2015, Rise and Blue Hotel attack, Ouagadougou attack. Oh, yeah, they attack. conduct a lot of attacks down in the south. Yeah, yeah. Like mostly or in, in the south. They, they really yeah. hate the French, so they yeah. attack French targets mm-hmm. and stuff a lot. So that's happened a lot. They're, they mean, they've been affected in. We've we apparently killed uh, Bumhakar several times. He's like the <laughs> Dread Pirate Robert. Yeah, I'm kind of. I think they, I think they, 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 or the Abu Bakr. The, la- the last the last claim they killed him was that he hey, was the a, Russians a, killed him twice. So you know, well, yeah. Well, the Russians zombie Baghdadi. Yeah, zombie Mokhtar. Yeah. But no, the Jihad. Is really a front <laughs> he, he was jihad, jihad. He was supposedly killed officially in Libya. Mm-hmm. Their strike yes. was up. We couldn't confirm it, but the, like that's where we blew him up. So it's like, if he, and we haven't seen him in a couple of years. Usually he pops up like, I'm still alive, get fucked. So yeah. like, here's, the, here's the thing is, the AQIM and sort of yeah. Al-Qaeda in Libya is very much tied into a lot of these revolutionary Islamist groups. Yeah. So like in Benghazi and Derna. Well, once they were kicked out. And in, in Tarabolis, Tripoli, um, and also further around that area, there, there, are, there are a lot of personal connections and so a lot of financial connections as Yes, well. but... I think this is a really big problem in terms of Libya and the broader region. Personal connections with Al-Qaeda or any extremist group does not necessarily mean, like, collaboration. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this is yeah. a huge debate over, like, how much is Al-Qaeda... Was, look, he's my friend, but I don't support and, what he's doing. No, I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 there's, like, you know, a number of degrees of separation between all these people, but potential it's, terrorists such a, it's such a tribal area that... To say that you have connections to Al-Qaeda yeah, 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 would, is, like, not a crazy thing. I would say that for easily for Al-Qaeda, not for ISIL. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah, yeah. That's a no, different, that's different, that's different, that's different yeah, animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, and, that, and so that's why like a lot of local, like regional actors have been involved. The UAE is like, hey, we should see how we can do airstrikes and not kill yeah. civilians in Yemen. Well, that came out of more <laughs> a relationship with CC than yeah. Well, more of like the yeah. the Gulf divide and the <laughs> pro Islamist versus anti Islamist divide than anything related to yeah. AQIM or Huffington. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, so, uh, so it's it's another, it's another like um, what's um. The word that you were thinking Kerfuffle. of. No, I mean, yes. But it's, like, it's more like, uh, um... It's a, it's a, yeah. It's a kebab kefefe. It's, oh my god, it's like regional actors involving in the same... Proxy? Yeah. Yes! yes it's a Wait, really? It was, uh, that was, like, no, a lot of my ass. No, no, no. I could not think of the word, no. It's very much a proxy conflict, because, like, you see, like... It is, yeah. It's sort of, like, authoritarian... It was a kefefe conflict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a new word, new word for uh, proxy, but like very much that much of a conflict in in, in in Libya as much as in Yemen and other places. Yeah, but and at the same time, a lot of the actors, I mean, they have their own agency, they kind of do their own thing, yeah. right? But they also, they you know, you go where the money goes. It's like think tanks in DC. Hey. Like I say, what the money wants. You guys. <laughs> That is the best analogy I've heard in a while. Think tanks in DC are basically analogous to. Beer almost went through my nose. Uh, anyway, moving past it. it was- so I think it's important to note that, like, all these different actors, like, can easily switch uh, allegiances. I mean, obviously there's, like, the ingrained, like, you know, Haftar coalition, but if Haftar's illness had been more serious, what was there's no illness? guarantee. Uh, some and people think he had a stroke. Yeah, They're keeping under. But is he active now? Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, he was on TV. Yeah. He came back. Um, and no, no Weekend at Bernie's? No, you can go to Algeria if you want to see Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. 
No, but actually, that's no. I'm convinced. No, it's probably like a corpse. I feel like there's a grave in Egypt. It's right. There's a sort of a a John Stewart type. Oh, yeah, oh he got kicked out of the country. No, I know he got kicked out, but like there is beyond him. There's like a satirical. Like, no, that's not satirical. Those people are just conspiracy theorists. Oh, well. <laughs> weekend at weekend at CC's. Well, he's not dead yet. Yet. Well. Cryptic. Who did? It's. <laughs> It's funny we haven't we've barely talked about like the Islamic State even. I mean like yeah. they controlled CERT for a while, which is so should we talk about the yeah, US yeah. strategy oh. in Libya yeah. or lack Ooh, of Oh yeah, what, Wait, what, 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 what should we talk about? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, listen, like, what strategy are you speaking of? I had not heard of this. Uh. Airstrikes. Well, <laughs> yeah. No, no, so sometimes. So there is actually a US strategy oh, in Libya, Libya, but it is it is it has nothing to do with stabilizing the country. No. It has nothing to do with engaging the different parties. That's Europe's problem, or you know, yeah. Middle East problem. It's very much specific and uh, only a uh, surgical strike. Well, Bill Mokhtar was that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, the U.S. has conducted a lot of airstrikes. They recently conducted, or there was, they didn't c- confirm it, but there was a strike in the south, sort of this area. They were doing more against AQIM. AQIM because I, of well, because Al Qaeda has stepped up its, yeah. its game and its presence. Like ISIS has lost. Their- um, like recently, or yeah, well, they they also so the, the other problem is a lot of a lot of those groups even are still plugged into a lot of the tribal networks and the structures. So like you'll yeah. like near Baniwalad, which is like yeah south, yeah. Uh, it's pretty, pretty critical village central. The, yeah, I mean near near Niger and Mali is fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we could talk about G five Sahel and. Yeah. That's so no, it's a great yeah. it's a great thing. I love the Sahel. Yeah. But like, well, I mean, the, the topic. But that's the thing is the Sahel is connected to Libya. Exactly. Like all these smuggling networks yeah. go through well, Libya. Well, the, the, well, and a lot of it's smuggling people now from the yeah, right, sub-Saharan Africa up to so mercenaries well, from Darfur. Morocco, like like yeah. the biggest uh, jumping off, not jumping off point, but the biggest uh, departure point. No, I think in, like last month or something. Well, I mean, it, I know it, a lot it, of them it, are cramming in those so, Spanish so, enclaves. So right? yeah, now they're going to Spain instead. Yes, they're going through Morocco, but they're coming up through Niger, and that's when they were like fucking people over and like overcharging people and like leading the desert kind of stuff. Well, in Libya, when you're getting smoked by a guy who may be ISIS, but he's making a couple bucks on the side. Yeah, for the jihad, but like. Or just for his bottom line. Or for the jihad. No, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you, <laughs> like, if you call yourself ISIS because, you know, you'll make a few extra bucks at one point or another, like, does that really make you ISIS? The artist formerly known as ISIS. I mean, it, it, in the Sahel, that region, like, well, I think, except for, like, there's, like, Boko Haram's all broken yeah. up as, as shit. I mean, like, there's, like, the ones where it's like, we're still ISIL. Everyone's like, yeah, we're, we're not about that anymore. That was cool for a little Everybody, bit, now we're over that. Well, I mean, as as the Islamic State's sort of getting destroyed in Syria and Baghdad has gone into hiding, you see a lot of... Hopefully dead. Yeah, hopefully, but you <laughs> see a lot, of, a lot of these guys... <laughs> hopefully dead, not by the Russians. A lot of these guys <laughs> who survived have probably made overtures to a lot of... I mean, there's a lot of overlap between Al-Qaeda guys and... Yeah. What? But the guys yeah, in, the, in, the Phil- in the Philippines, I mean, they had their entire <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, the ISIS brand is still no, it's still around. Sure. Yeah, right. in, in Libya, yeah, yeah. is it is it real or is it just like in we're Li- trying to give ourselves a no, of no, no, no. You know, if, in Libya, I feel like it's mostly God. They they lost out. They got fucked up and yeah. like they dispersed. They're still there to some extent, but it's much yeah. smaller. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, cause, well, the Did bigger bigger thing is back after the fall of Gaddafi, like. All those weapons went to Mali, which yeah. started that civil war. Yeah, which helped us. I was civil war, and also like all the weapons went to Boko Haram, who got heavy equipment and that yeah. kind of stuff. So like that was the biggest thing that came out of that, for as far as the region it affected. Well, the interesting, another interesting thing now I think will be 
Like most of the people fighting for ISIS in Libya are actually Tunisian. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they can't do it in Tunisia. Yeah, yeah. Like, Tunisia. So, you can't go to Syria anymore. And now there's a huge. What What are the numbers? I don't remember the numbers that are put out Country like publicly, Tunisian. but like the uh, there's all the foreign fighters that have been captured in Syria, and like there's negotiations happening, yeah. taking the foreign fighters back, and what that means. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, what is it about Tunisia that kind of? Well, that's a good question. Um, it's about Tunisia that produces that produces things? all like they all must leave. Well, there's not a lot, like, not a lot of opportunities. I mean, you know this better than I. Know. Well, yeah. there's so I mean, if you want to go like train in the desert, you go just cross the border and go to Libya. Right. I mean, the border between Tunisia and Libya well, was yeah, really porous. Tunis- like, like the government, Man- Manchester. Well, that was the only yeah, well, positive story in the Arab Spring. No, but this is. I mean, this is these are people who were radicalized right before the 2011 revolution, and yeah. for a lot of people, also the revolution, you haven't seen like the dividends of what they were mm, promised. Right. But regardless, there are people that were radicalized and like. This started happening, like, ISIS emerged, what, officially in, like, 2014, but it was happening way before that. Yeah. And the, these networks in Tunisia slash Libya were also forming way before that. Well, and many there, of them, many of them. There were fighters going over to fight in Libya, or in Syria, from Libya and Tunisia in, like, 2013. Well, yeah, many, yeah. many of these networks also are old. I mean, they've, they, and they've evolved. They, but they, yeah. but they, they, went, they went from, you know, the war in Afghanistan to... Right. Their rock world, but the, but you're talking about too. like you know twenty something year old fighters who. But I mean, a lot of the networks are you know. If you look at, it, was, yeah. it was the same thing that that sparked the Arab Spring in the first place. It was basically yeah. people were upset about stuff. There's people who went about it in a very different way yeah. than yeah. just like just protesting and all that kind of stuff. Well, and you had a, I'm gonna let myself on fire. And you had a couple well, years of Ansar Asharia, which was yeah. both in Libya and in Tunisia, Portia. the front group for Al Qaeda. What? But yeah. But like, 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 we've seen people go there and train in Libya, like the Manchester bombing. That well, well yeah. all of the attacks in Tunisia, most of them have originated um, from yeah. people trained in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the Manchester bombing was they, that family was connected to the Mujahideen in. Where's the, the, the beach LA, attack in Tunisia? Where were they? Uh, they trained in Libya. Libya. Yeah, they trained in Libya. The bus attack on the Tunisian National Guard trained in Libya. Um, but the the Manchester bomber. So his family. He actually went back to fight in the revolution. Mm-hmm. So this is the difficulties. You go back. Yeah. I mean, he's he thought it was part of the Libya Islamic Fighting Group, right? Was he? I think he might have been. Yeah. So Britain's got a weird relationship. We could talk about that at some point. But we Britain has a weird relationship <laughs> yeah. with. We'll do it. Uh, yeah. Jihadists, as long as they don't yeah. blow up people in Britain, and eventually they yeah. did blow up people in Britain. But yeah, that's uh, so. A lot of a lot of the people who fled Gaddafi because you know. Well, because they were jihadists yeah. who would get killed if they went back to Libya. Or they and and or so the, the, family, yeah. the family of the guy who blew himself up in Manchester uh, were Libyans who lived in the UK and were plugged into like the jihadist networks of, like Al-Mahajroun, uh, uh-huh. uh, like Chaudhry and his crew. Yeah. Um, is he in jail? Or is he been for, uh, for another like two years, I think. Okay. Year. Um, fuck it. Um, but a lot of these hopefully get shanked. What? <laughs> well, the IRA will get them. Yeah, ton of those fuckers in the same jail. Anyway, so yeah. final thoughts, and then we're gonna wrap up. Uh, <laughs> I got some stuff. Let the experts go first. Yeah. Well. Okay. Okay. So, where can Libya go next year? Where can, let's do that. Like, like very briefly, yeah. as much as you can. I know it's 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 not a easy ask. <laughs> no. And I think everyone shies away from making predictions now um, in the yeah. city. Because you're either wrong or you're making a really bad prediction yeah. it turns out to be right. <laughs> Just do it. You have it on the record. It's fine. If you're right, then you're right. If you're not, no one will listen to it anyway. Well, 
Easy prediction elections are not going to happen. Okay. Um, honestly, Libya is like this center of like stable instability. Like it's a libertarian paradise. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's an it's exhausting. Like I have gone to meetings or like discussions this summer, being back in DC where we're having the same conversations that we had. Like, <laughs> 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 it's, it's the Groundhog Day. It of, it's, and, it, and everyone post, is always like, post, it's gonna, it's gonna collapse yeah. now. Like, but it's now not, is that, when it, it's gonna happen. It is, never does. It's it's so strange because that is exactly right. Like this, the like Haftar doesn't have enough power to conquer Tripoli. Yeah. Like that's just. The yeah. Islamists don't have enough power to kick yeah. Haftar either so out of the... Go down. Down. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's like no one since... Well, really, since whenever. Like, it hasn't... There are, you, there's no one has had enough power to conquer the country. So right now, it's kind of everyone's holding their own. Yeah. Occasional clashes, well, but... No one is really, you know... There's an internationally backed government, but no one is truly internationally backed enough to... Well, the problem is no, everyone's internationally backed. No, I mean, getting backed <laughs> by the UN is... Everyone has an international backer. Getting no, backed like, by the UN is great, but they're not no, providing and then guns and Egypt steel. Egypt would be like, yeah, we support the GNA, and then hey, Haftar, take these weapons and fight the GNA. So... <laughs> Here's an MI-28. So, yeah. ba- so basically... Yeah. Or it doesn't. Yeah. But it... Well, never mind. We had a discussion for another time. But anyway, well, uh, that was great. Thank you, Alyssa, for joining us. And Thank you're the other two assholes. Um, you're welcome. Get fucked, nerd. Shithead. <laughs> that was almost diplomatic. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> 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 <laughs>